Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. AVB Nation, all of YouTube out there, what's going on? My name is Patrick France, Senior Instructor here at VectorVest, and today I've got a special video I wanted to do. We're going to take a look at 10 different Wall Street Vets plays and see how they rank up in the VectorVest system and see which ones may be viable right now, which ones may not. So if you're ready to take a look at some of the Wall Street Vets stocks, make sure smash that like button, subscribe if you're not already subscribed to the channel, and let's jump right into it here today. All right, welcome back, everybody. So as you can see, I've got a list of 10 different stocks that I've found on Wall Street Bets, and some names you're probably familiar with, and some of them you probably aren't. So there are some interesting trading ideas in this list, and also some more traditional ideas as well. So what we're going to do is we're going to rank them using the VectorVest system, then we'll take a look at the graphs and see what looks viable and what does not. So the very first one we have based off the overall ranking that VectorVest uses or VST standing for value, safety, and timing is Google or Alphabet. And so one of the plays that they were looking at is the fact that Google is at a uh, extremely low level, especially compared over the last five years. And based off the VectorVest analysis, looks like a good idea as well. Because what we're looking at here is we work our way from left to right is we get the basic information such as the company's name, the symbol, exchange, price, dollar change, percent price change, bid and ask, you know, basic information. But then we come to the value. And the value is what we currently feel the stock is worth. And the way we use the value is we compare the price of the stock to its value. So right now the stock's trading at about 2590 or so, and the value is 3210. So based off the VectorVest analysis, Google right now is an undervalued stock. VectorVest philosophy is to buy safe, undervalued stocks that are rising in price in a rising market. Well, we know the markets aren't rising currently, but this does meet that undervalued criteria. So that was the whole thesis behind it, is that the fact that Google is really an undervalued play right now. So I would definitely agree based off the analysis, and this could definitely be one to keep on our radar. Now, obviously, we want to make sure that the market is moving up when we enter this stock, but so far, this thing looks pretty good. As we move forward after the value, the next four indicators we're going to look at are cast on a scale of 0 to 2. Above one is good and below one is bad. That's as hard as you need to make it. This is what VectorVest does, is we make analyzing any stock out there as easy as it could possibly be. So the first indicator we're going to look at is the RV or relative value which looks at the long-term potential of a stock over the next one to three years. At 1.61, this shows that Google has great long-term potential, and I think we can all agree upon that. The next one is the RS, or relative safety, which is simply an indicator of risk. So if it's above one, that indicates less risk associated with it. Below one, more risk associated with it. So as we can see, Google is a safer stock out there. But even the best stocks out there have some downtimes. And that's why we look at RT or relative timing. It's looking at the short-term pressure of the stock, and it's more of a momentum or trend indicator. 
So at 0.82, it tells us right now, this is in a downtrend. And I think we could all assume that most likely knowing what the market's been doing recently. So this stock is a solid fundamental play. It is undervalued, but right now it is in a downtrend. So this one right now, maybe not the best time to enter, but definitely one to keep on our radar. So that way, when we see it start turning back around, we could find some great opportunities here. So after the RT, the next one, VST, is just a combination of those three indicators, the relative value, the relative safety, and the relative timing, all summarized into one simple to read indicator. So at 1.30, overall, the stock is favorable. All we're looking for now is the timing to pick back up. So then you get a few names as well, most likely you're familiar with like AMD, which is another stock that's pretty much fairly valued currently, has good long-term potential, it has less risk associated with it. So these two fundamental indicators tell us it has good fundamentals, but the timing once again, the timing at 0.54 tells us it's in a really strong decline. So therefore right now is not the time to be long in it, but with the good fundamentals, once we start seeing the markets improving, this could be one once again, we could take advantage of. Then you get another uh, big name such as Microsoft. But one of the interesting stories I wanted to look at is PAA. This is one that owns the pipelines for uh, some of the oil rigs or some of the oil uh, refineries across the US. They actually own some of the pipelines and one of the biggest uh, growth areas in the US, the Permian Basin, I believe it is. And they own the pipeline, so as we've seen with the oil or the Baker Hughes oil rig count, that continues to go up. And that tells us uh, US production is starting to increase. And these guys owning the biggest pipelines for it are gonna see a lot of traction with that and could see some nice gains. So while this one has great long-term potential, it is a little bit riskier. So that makes it more of an aggressive play, which definitely fits that Wall Street bets type of style. And then looking at the timing, 1.11 tells us it is in a slight uptrend right now. So we're going to take a look at the graph here in a little bit, but it's undervalued, starting to move up. This could definitely be an interesting one that we could look at it more. Then we get popular names like Twitter. Twitter, I'm sure if you're not familiar with it by this point, uh, if you are, most likely you are, but if you aren't, this is one that's been really news driven lately with the Elon Musk potentially um, joining the board. Then today he announced he wasn't going to be joining the board. And a lot of people are speculating that He's not joining the board, so he could do a forced takeover. Uh, but, you know, that's just purely speculation at this point. But really, Twitter is one that news has been driving uh, left, right, and center over the last couple of weeks. And then GameStop, as always, one of the most famous Wall Street bet stocks out there, GameStop. Uh, as we can see, it's down a little bit here today. But uh, this one, it is starting to see an uptrend. We've seen a blast off from about 80 to about 200 in a matter of a week or two. And now it's starting to pull back a little bit, setting us up for a potential rebound. But we'll look at the graph here in a little bit on this one. But um, if you're familiar with any of my content, you know I like this, uh, like this pick. Uh, just right now, you know, with the overall market, it seems to be taking a little bit of a breather here. Then you have some other famous names such as Clover, which is starting to pick back up again. And then Bed Bath & Beyond, mainly due to an earnings play. You know, not all these plays are short squeezes, which is one of the things that makes Wall Street Bets unique. And, you know, if you're an outsider and you just read the headlines about Wall Street Bets, you're most likely thinking everything they do is just gambling and just buying options on stocks that, uh, you know, they expect to have a big squeeze on. And not all of them are that kind of a play. So this could be a good earnings play to keep an eye on as well.
Then we get stocks like Palantir and then SST, which has been one of their hotter stocks starting last week is when I first started noticing it. And people are even looking at uh, more of it today. So this one comes from an SPAC. And due to the uh, conditions of that, they have a pretty low float currently that can actually be traded. And therefore, this is that traditional Wall Street bet style stock. They're uh, looking for a squeeze on it. And so far, the stock's been rocking and rolling. So most of those guys are probably making pretty good money on this one. Congrats if you are. But then the last one I wanted to have on this list is Wish. Just to show the downside of some of the plays that you know have come through Wall Street Bets over the last year or so. And this is one that was pumped up for quite a long time. It was rocking and rolling, moving higher. But then all of a sudden, the music stopped. And this one has been steadily dropping and continues to drop even to, you know, even to this time. So this is one, even at $2.15, is still overvalued, has poor long-term potential, is really risky, and is in a downtrend currently. So with that being in mind, let's go ahead, jump into the graph of these, and take a look at the uh, big picture of the stock. Because a graph is like a big picture of any equity you're looking at. And as the old saying goes, a picture is worth a thousand words. So all we have to do is just simply highlight these here, right click, and view the stock graph. And I'm gonna keep these simple. We're gonna keep it showing price as shown in candlesticks. You have a three and eight exponential moving average, and we have MACD here at the bottom, and then volume. So as you can see, back in the day, back about a year ago, when this stock was really being pumped and people were talking about it left and right, you saw it trading at around 14, or anywhere between 10 to $14 a share. But then since that point, it's been on a steady decline and volume has also been declining, telling us that the, the interest behind this stock has really lost, uh, lost its ground here. So this is always, as always, you know, the, the, or the downside. But you know, that's the thing about trading. You're gonna have good stocks, you're gonna have bad stocks, and even in bad stocks, you can make money as long as you have the right trading plan. And if you follow your plan, you can either mitigate your risk or you can cut your loss quickly so that way you're still left with some powder dry to be able to continue to try to grow your portfolio. So Wish is one though that, you know, just goes to highlight some of the uh some of the worries that you hear about on TV when you hear about Wall Street bets. This is one of those stocks that, you know, we haven't really seen continue and seeing a lot of people still wishing they got out a long time ago. All right, so that's that one. Let's go ahead and take a look. Next one we have here is Google. And looking at Google, we have a pretty strong support floor. I'll just use a freehand line or horizontal line here. And right around 2,500 a share. We've hit it once, twice, three times, four times, trying to rally off of this point, but coming back down, looks like coming back down to retest that 2,500 level. It's gonna be interesting to see if this time around that 2,500 level can hold. Looking at the MACD, the MACD on a longer term basis is still in positive territory since the MACD and the signal line are both above that level of zero. But on a short term basis, we are seeing short term momentum to the downside since the MACD line is currently below the signal line and the histogram, which is representing that difference there, is in negative territory. So let's go ahead and zoom in to a six month time frame. And looking at it here, what we be keeping an eye on for is how it reacts to that level of support or if we can start to reverse move higher before we even get to that support, which would show a higher low being formed, 
which is definitely a very positive sign here. Taking a look at the next one, AMD. So AMD has been struggling and looking at the MACD, MACD is still negative territory. And overall, you have a pattern of lower highs and lower lows by the basic definition, putting this stock in a downtrend. Now, this could be one that we could be staying away from for quite some time until we see the stock start showing some signs of a potential reversal, whether it be due to a technical play or whether there's uh, come some news that could really impact the stock here. Microsoft, another popular name, another big name here, but similar situation to what we were seeing with AMD. You're having a pattern of lower highs and lower lows. MACD, however, is in positive territory. So therefore, from a longer term perspective, you are seeing a potential opportunity with it. But we need to see the short term momentum start to turn back up before we jump on board. Now, this one, similar to what we we're seeing with Google, you do have a pretty strong level of support right around 275 a share, give or take, where you've hit it once, twice, three times, four times. And so far, that level's been able to hold. Now, keeping on this one, wait for that reversal sign and then use that as an opportunity to add this stock to your portfolio if you don't already have it because some of these bigger names are great opportunities, just need to see that turnaround starting to um, give us insight that you know these stocks are, are having that potential we're looking for and giving us new opportunities to jump in. And then PAA, now this one I like a lot. This one, from a technical perspective, you're seeing some consolidation here. MACD, from a longer term basis, is in positive territory, so that's good. You're seeing volume over the last six months increasing as we're going forward. And now, what I'm going to do is switch it from the horizontal line to the freehand line here. And we're just going to show we have lower highs being formed over the last few months, but also at the same time, higher lows being formed as well. Now, I'm not trying to draw the exact lines, but you guys get the idea. So what this is called is a wicked wedge, and this indicates uh, consolidation in a stock. Imagine, you know, if you take a spring and you tighten it and tighten it, get it smaller and smaller and smaller, eventually you're gonna run out of room and then it's going to explode and all that uh, force that you had built into the spring unloads and shoots out. Well. Same kind of situation goes on with a wicked wedge or consolidation pattern. You're waiting for it to break out of this consolidation, but once it does, typically you see a pretty explosive move. So if you're more prudent, this would be one you wait for the breakout, wait for that follow through day, that confirmation day before jumping on board with. But if you're aggressive, you could jump in during this consolidation. You wanna to try to capture it closer to the lower end of that consolidation pattern, but either way, it's a good opportunity and I like the technical play on this one as well. Looking at Twitter, as we can see, Twitter's been in a decline for quite some time, but with the news from Elon, we did see that pop, started pulling back. Now, whenever a stock gaps up, if it breaks below the low of that gap up day, then probability tells us it's going to fill that gap before it starts moving higher if it does move higher. So, Seeing it right now, it's trying to get back above that support resistance zone or basically that support floor here from the gap up day, right around 46.80. Now, if we can't hold above that level, then that indicates that most likely we'll see it retest that low or that gap down or the day before it gapped up, right around $40 a share before we see any sort of new upside potential coming in. So this one right now, maybe not the best entry, but 
Uh, definitely one to keep on our radar, especially if you're somebody who likes to trade off of news and rumors and that sort of thing. But from a longer term perspective, though, the MACD is continuing to pick up nicely and you are seeing it growing here from not only a longer term perspective, but also from a short term perspective as well. Then my favorite GME GameStop here. Uh, a lot of news been coming out over the last few months or last last month or two about it. Um, they have a marketplace, an NFT marketplace coming out. Hopefully we're going to see some more uh, or hopefully we're going to get some more news on um, when that's going to be released, what all it's going to cover. But there's a lot of speculation about it and got me really excited, especially as a GameStop holder. Um, you know, hearing this and seeing this come to light is definitely, uh, definitely pretty exciting. If you haven't heard my thoughts before on it, make sure to go check out a video I did back in July of last year where I talked about um, what getting or what getting into the blockchain gaming and NFT world could potentially do for them. This is something that you know I, I, I speculated on in July of last year. And based off of that and what we're seeing now and the, the news we're actually seeing coming out now kind of confirms everything that I mentioned in that video. So if you've never taken a look at it, go check that video out. Uh, I'll link it down in the comments below. And also, while we're going through these, let me know in the comments as well what um, what stocks out of these are some of your favorites. You know, are you somebody who still, you know, is hoping and wishing that Wish will come back? Or are you somebody who's looking at, you know, the bigger tech names such as Google, um, Microsoft, AMD, you know, waiting for those to bottom? There's a lot of great ideas, all looking from very technical plays to very uh, more conservative retirement-minded plays in here. So everybody could find at least a stock or two that they like. Let me know which one you prefer down in the comments below. All right, so also looking at GameStop, one of the things, it's not a perfectly drawn uh, Fibonacci level, but we do see a Fibonacci retracement down to that 50% level. Um, we hit that almost to the T and have seemed to be starting to bounce off of that. So if we get some more upside uh, potential or upside move come from that level, this could be that turning point. We could see it easily uh, go back to that 200 level, hopefully beyond that point. And then taking a look at Clove. So Clover, one that's uh, Clover Health, one that's been shown in Wall Street Bets for quite a long time. And this kind of highlights some of the bad plays that have come from there. There's been, don't get me wrong, there's been a lot of great stocks to come from Wall Street bets. This one, not so much. This one has been steadily declining over the last six months. Yes, you saw a slight uptick here uh, over the last uh, few weeks or so, but now it's starting to roll back over. MACD is in positive territory on a longer term basis, but the short term momentum starting to fade lower. And you could see that MACD and signal line turn back into negative territory very, very soon. So be cautious with this one. Bed Bath & Beyond, this is one that's more of an earnings potential play here. Uh, so let's go ahead, add on earnings. And looking at it over the last six months, earnings are, de are declining here, which gives us some negative sentiment on that. But if we go out to one year, still declining on a one year basis, typically when you're looking at a earnings play, you wanna see earnings going from bottom left to upper right, like a stair-step pattern, and you're not really seeing that here. Now, last earnings, or towards the last quarter of uh, Q4 of last year, they did announce an aggressive uh, plan for their buyback and all of that. So they are ahead of schedule on that. That may help them. So there may be, uh, 
some surprise that comes from their earnings news, uh, and that could potentially help them. But you know, based off of just the the old school fashioned way of thinking about earnings, you know, the the revenue and is the company making money doesn't really seem so. And major analysts don't expect that uh, that turnaround anytime soon. So be careful with this one. If you are, you're pretty much speculating that there's going to be some kind of big news to come from that earnings play uh, before you know that could help improve the stock price more so than a fundamental play of earnings actually growing. So be careful out there with this one. Moving on to the next, Palantir. Palantir is one that's been in a steady decline for quite some time, but on a short-term basis, you are seeing the MACD starting to turn positive and you are potentially seeing a higher low being formed. And as we know, higher lows tends to lead to higher highs. So if we can see a turnaround coming soon, and start to take out that $15 range, well, we do have some potential resistance around 17, so you could see a nice run from about that 15 level of resistance to that next level of resistance right around 17 or so. And then last but not least, SST. So what we'll do is we'll go to a one day on this one and move into SST. And as we can see, it's a pretty new stock. Once again, it comes from an SPAC. So due to the rules of that SPAC and uh, starting to trade, that has a pretty low potential float. So this is that short squeeze candidate. We can see it's had a pretty big run here over the course of today's action alone, which the markets have been pretty rocky. So the fact that it's able to continue to climb is definitely an interesting uh, play and shows that if you're a speculative trader, if you're somebody who's day trading out there, you can definitely make money in this one. Now, with that pullback, you can see the pullback has occurred. The volume is starting to lighten up. So today's run may be over, but this could be one to keep on your radar throughout the week and take advantage of these swings higher and lower. If you're an options trader, have fun. I'm not going to get into options here today, but options could definitely help leverage your moves uh, with a, a stock like this. So enjoy it. Hopefully, uh, if you've never heard of this one, Hopefully it helps add some potential trading ideas to your portfolio. So once again, thank you all for tuning in here today. Let me know your thoughts down below on this basket. Let me know which ones you like, which ones you don't like. And as always, make sure to follow the trend. Here at VectorVest, we're trend followers. And as the old saying goes, let the trend be your friend. So until next time, it's been my pleasure being with you. Take care, adios, and toodles. for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.